Welcome to the Wake and Rake Podcast. In my mind, you just wake up and go rake. He's out. Damn, cold strike three! Wow! This is mayhem! Oh! Automatic strike three called with the bases loaded in a tie game in the bottom of the ninth. This is baseball in 2023. Follow at Wake and Rake Pod. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm kind of a big deal. Here's Danny and Will. Happy Monday, episode 74, Wake and Rake Podcast. It's Monday. I'll get this podcast out before the uh, before the afternoon, bro. So you gave me that look as if like maybe we might be letting this episode out on a Tuesday because I wouldn't be able to get it done in time. No, no, no. I have all faith in the world, Danny. We'll get it out, baby. It's too much to talk about. We had to jump on a pod. Yeah, you were busy all weekend making snow angels at the in-laws' house, which was awesome, by the way. Anytime I see just like a ton of snow in California, it makes me happy. Did it snow in uh, in, uh, Texas? Where are you from? North Texas. So, yeah, we would get snow every once in a while. Not a lot, but like once a year. What? what is it? Your hometown? Texarkana. Texarkana. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So every once in a while, maybe. You get more ice. You get ice, okay. which, and then we don't have the machinery. So then the roads are shut down. It's terrible. You know what's amazing? You're a Texas kid. I'm a California kid. We have never once, ever in our entire lives, had the in and out versus Whataburger conversation. I'm on the fence on that because I, I like both. You, you don't give either. Most, most Texans that are, all in Waterburger, that they, they've never probably experienced it in and out. Same thing with Californians who've never one hundred percent because like they're both good in different ways. Like I like I like we don't have to get too deep in this. I like Waterburger like we late do. night, like late night. They have these hundred but honey butter chicken biscuits that are phenomenal. They're called they're in the taquitos. They have, they're like small breakfast burritos, phenomenal for like a you know drunken shenanigans uh afterwards you know like i want some food and it's like the perfect night out ender nightcap in and out the burgers and i mean i don't like the the fries aren't that good like i'm more of a five guys guy mm-hmm. five guys guy you're gonna pay but, for um in and out the burgers are phenomenal there's no way around it went to five guys last week was expected to pay 10 12 bucks not a big deal my total was 1750 for a burger and fries did not get a drink double bacon cheese or what just a regular cheeseburger. You, you get two patties at Five Guys. I got a double bit. So I actually stopped it in and out on the way home from uh, Fort Myers the other day in Naples. Yeah, and it was like 17 bucks. But I got like, I didn't get fries. It was like, but I went double bacon cheese. Mm-hmm. Extra patties, like five bucks. Yeah, that's what will get you. Yeah, but it was worth it. We'll just have a Texas versus California debate on here one of these days. because <laughs> That'll go over well. <laughs> We'll debate a lot on this episode because the pitch clock's here, people. Yeah. And people are up in arms about it. Or, I don't think we're going to have that uh, much to debate about. I feel like we're pretty much on the same page. There are very few people on the social media streets that are in the middle. They're either, oh my God, oh, yeah. it's the best thing in the world, or they're baseball's dead. Baseball's dead to me. Rob, Rob Manfred is a clown. Rob, Manfred- I have, look, I got one thing for the baseball purist, quote unquote purist, you're ruining the game. All these guys probably grew up watching the game in the 80s and 90s, these 70s, 80s, 90s. If you really pay attention, this is just sending the pace of play back to where it was when they fell in love with the game. 
they just don't want a clock or they don't want a penalty because of it. They just want to snap their fingers and it be that way. Well, you can't change the game that fast without enforcing a rule. You know, these, these players weren't even born when they grew up watching the game. They only know how to play how they know how to play it. I think the pitch clock is phenomenal. I thought I was going to hate it. And you, you thought I was going to hate it too. Uh, no, I, no, I, I think you're open to the idea. I, I actually love the pace of these games. I could care less about how long the game takes. If the pace of play is exactly how it has been in spring training, they're still scoring 12 runs a game. Yeah. We're seeing a lot of six to five, uh, eight to four. Like we're seeing a, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 run games. You want it's the numbers? Baseball. Like I can, I can watch a three and a half hour game if it's action packed like that because you're locked into it. It's just getting rid of the, the dead time that is, is, isn't needed. Now, with the pitch clock, with the 15 seconds, um, th- there's one small tweak I would make there. I think the 15-second clock with the bases empty is just a touch rushed. It's a touch rushed, especially on the hitters when you have literally seven seconds if you need to get a sign, if you whatever it may be. You're not getting many signs with nobody on, so, but that's, that's not really the thing. But it's just like being able to just take a breath, and hitting is really hard in the big leagues to just be able to take a deep breath and re- reset for a sec. Sometimes you lose – it takes a, it just takes a couple seconds. I don't like that rush there. So I think if it was 20 seconds, runners on or bases empty, I think that's like the sweet spot there. What do you think? I'm just shocked that they went to 15 immediately. I thought there would be a little bit of a oh. transitional period. You know how like the – There was zero lube applied. Even college basketball, they changed it or they went to the 35 second shot clock for, I think, two decades, maybe. And then they just recently, I think it was two years ago, three years ago, they finally went to a 30 second shot clock. And there's a little bit of a transitional time. And we're already just ripped the band aid right off. I don't love that because I think, do you think 20 all the way around is just like, because I think 20 with runners on, I, I think that's plenty of time. I think 20 all the way around simplifies things. Yeah, just have it the same. It's it's five yeah. seconds. The game is going to be an extra four minutes long. Like, <laughs> So we're looking at a, a two-hour and 35-minute game, two-hour and 45-minute game, but the, it's action-packed. Now, with that being said, I do have a massive issue, and I got to get this off my chest. I have a massive uh, uh, issue with the hitter having to address the pitcher with eight seconds on that clock. Be alert. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to be alert. Like number one, the umpire is standing behind you. Every umpire is going to have a different definition of what is alert and ready and addressing the pitcher. As we've seen, um, if you're out of the box, if you have a foot out of the box and it's eight seconds, boom, bang him for a strike. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But if a major league hitter has both feet in the box, which every hitting hitter violation I've seen this spring and in college baseball, that I that I've seen, I haven't seen all of them, and in, in Major League Baseball, I've seen all of them. The hitter was in the box every single time. If a Major League hitter is in the box, he knows the pitcher is can he can legally throw the pitch at any time he wants. So I don't want to hear the oh safety. What what, what if he gets hit and he's not paying it? He's paying attention, even if he's digging in or twirling his bat because you're seeing guys get banged for a strike because they're like twirling the bat and like doing their their routine, getting ready for the pitcher to throw. Only because they don't, they're not in their stance with their bat up, staring at the pitcher, ready to swing. There, I, I, I posted, I retweeted it yesterday uh, on my Twitter. You have to dig it up, but um, there was a violation yesterday, and and the the, I think pitchers are going to learn a tactic here if this doesn't change because the pitcher wasn't on the rubber until 
like right around eight seconds. He stepped on the rubber, and then the hitter was like, okay, now I'm going to get ready. Like he was in yeah. the box the whole time, but the pitcher wasn't on the rubber, so the hitter was just kind of like, all right. As a hitter, I'm trying to get my 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 flow, my my rhythm with the pitcher, right? So when he gets on the rubber, I'm getting ready. He stood there the whole time. Now he gets on the rubber at eight seconds, which is totally fine for the pitcher as long as he throws it before zero. But then the hitter's kind of caught in the middle. Boom, strike. Like, that's a good tactic if I'm a pitcher, right? That's, that's the core issue that you just broke down. And I don't even think you meant to do it. The core issue with the pitch clock, at least over this first weekend. Where's the advantage thing? The routines that each of these hitters have, pre-pitch, in-between pitches, walking up to the box, all of that is being asked to change nearly overnight. They knew and, it about- ha- and it has. Right. It, it, it's it's actually been, it's been really pretty seamless stuff. in the grand scheme of things. So Manny Machado walks to the dish. He has 30 seconds. Well, that would be 22 seconds technically to be in the box because it's right. 30 seconds in between. Which hitters. is plenty of time. Which It's plenty, plenty of time. time. Mm-hmm. No he doubt. was also one of the slowest in the league. Now, he didn't make a big deal out of it. He was like, right, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's the rule. Like, th- nobody's arguing. Like, it's they're also, like, we it's get also it. a meaningless spring training game. When games start counting, people are going to. Oh, start no doubt. Them. When you start affecting the back of baseball cards and that playoff money, people are going to care. Oh, yeah. And my, my biggest thing with that Red Sox game ending, and I, I know you took exception to it, I'll get to your point. But there were a lot of people on the social media streets saying, this is ridiculous. How could we watch that entire game? And it ended <laughs> in that way. Fellas, lady fellas, you really give a shit about a spring training game? No, you I mean, don't. I think fan the fans care a lot more than the players. Sure. Because what if that's your only you game you go to all year? It's so be it's called spring I training. I know, but you don't Lower you don't think of it that way as a fan. As a fan, you're still thinking like oh. I know I don't know half the, I don't know any of the players that are on the field unless you like know all the prospects. But like at the same time, you for a game to end like that, it's like now we just go home. I just I understand. I, I totally get your point. I and you're not wrong at all. It it's spring training game, like whatever it is what it is. And they're trying to enforce these rules, they're being very aggressive aggressively enforcing them, which they've been, they've been told to do by the league. Um, I don't know. There's no way around it. I, I, that rule has to change and it doesn't have to change. It just needs to be tweaked. If a hitter's in the box, that should be enough. What rule? You mean the, the hitter violation. Okay. Now, and uh, the opposite. Now the, the other side of that is, Oh, so the pitcher, like it's all in the pitcher. Like that's how people are going to say, Oh, there's nothing to hurt the hitter. If the hitter's not in the box at eight seconds, and yeah, bang him. If he's in the box, I don't care what you're doing. I'm a major league hitter. I know he can throw the ball. I will make sure that I'm ready. If he quick pitches me, that's my fault. That's the, that's on me, and I, I it's going to cost me a strike or cost me a bad swing. But that's on me. And, and don't, that, don't take that, the bat. Don't take the bat out of my hand when I'm in the batter's box because also, I am not addressing the pitcher how you want me to address him. That's also that's nuance all. within the game that people are saying is going away because of the pitch clock. But to your point, that's added nuance potentially for the game if they sure. would allow it. But they're not allowing it, at least not with the current rules. So, right. Look, end of the day, if you're in the box, that should be enough. I don't need you. Statue of Liberty, like ready to, that kills rhythm. It kills, I don't know, man. I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me on that, but if 
if the hitter's in the box, that should be enough. I, I don't need games ending. If, if there's a big game in September or October that ends that way, that affects the history of baseball, that affects the back of my baseball card, that affects maybe how my next contract looks, come on. that That's dumb. I, I'm, I'm being very – I'm exaggerating big time there because I, I, I don't imagine that the umpires are going to just completely f- mess up those situations. But like I've even seen people with the idea of well after the seventh inning, get rid of it. Like it's like and I, I, don't I, agree with I, I don't like that. I, I would rather just tweak it and just say if they're in the box, they're in the box. And you can throw the pitch whenever you want. So there's you better be saying, so you better be paying attention if you're in the box. There's some people which saying we, which we would anyways. Yeah. There's some people saying let's get rid of the pitch clock and all these new rules altogether yeah. in the ninth. The day. pitch clock is working. It is. Yeah, I love the and, and you know what? The pitchers I've talked to now, they're only throwing – these starters are only going two innings right now. So I want to I want to talk to these guys once they're throwing four innings plus and exhausted. say, are you exhausted? Yeah, they're going to be so tired, man. Because it, you go from going like a normal like lift, all right, take a few minutes in between your sets. Now you're doing a hit – high intensity, you know, circuit workout, boom, 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 nonstop. Right. Yeah. So is this going to affect like, Oh, we want pitchers to go deeper in the game. Well, are they, is this going to affect that? Is bullpen going to be even more important now? Because by the fourth, fifth inning, 80 pitches in, these guys are gassed, you know, like, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. The game of baseball pitching in particular went from powerlifting to CrossFit overnight. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I mean, these pitchers are going to be exhausted. You just you hit it right on the nose. You go in seven innings and there's one certain guy that I, I don't want to use the word concern. I am keyed in on. I am focused in on because Shohei Otani is hitting four at bats a game. Right. Pitching seven innings a game. And he only has 15 seconds to deliver a pitch. And he had the slowest tempo in major league. Oh, time to get up. Glad you're awake. And he had the slowest tempo in Major League Baseball last year among pitchers who threw a minimum of 1,000 pitches. Right. Now, all of a sudden, that's a freaking sprint. That's not a marathon anymore. That is a sprint to the finish line on both sides of the ball, man. That's it that's is. a workout. Have you ever thrown a bullpen and then thrown a bullpen with actual pace to it? They are night and day. They are yeah. night and day. Because it goes from getting your work into a workout. When you throw a bullpen, typically it's very slow and monotonous. Typically, yeah, and you're focused on certain things you're working on, certain pitch, yep. certain, you know, I'm trying to load my back hip, whatever it may be, your stride length. You can't you're do talking, that now. You're talking with your bullpen coach. You're working on pitch grips. I mean, you take your time. All of a sudden, you could do some game reps. Dude, you're sweating. People talk about how baseball is not an athletic sport. You throw a bullpen with some space, uh, excuse me, some pace, you're sweating. It's a damn. So war. you're saying baseball players are going to be sh- make baseball pra- players shredded again? Is what you're going to say? I mean, maybe not. No. Everybody's going to look like Syndergaard now. Okay. Would Bartolo Colon work in today's? Anthony Wrecker is all on board for this. By the way, for what the pitch clock? Getting everyone in shape. Oh yeah. He come on now. He apologized. He missed it. You've said dumb shit on air before. No, not like that. I've never attacked someone for being fat. Well, I 
We did I'm, have this. Has I'm not. I'm not making this about record. I was just making a joke, saying he'll be happy when everybody's shredded. But would Bar- would Bartolo Colon work in today's game with the pitch clock? I bet he would. He's a freak. Oh. Can can we just use that Otani talk as just kind of a segue? Like, do you do you see Otani in a Angels uniform next year? Oh, uh, I'll answer for you. No, no, yeah, no, I don't. No, I don't. And, and if they're not in the mix, if they're not in the mix come the end of July, yeah. he may be getting traded. He should be getting traded if they're not in the mix come July. He should. Just like the, the angels, Wilson, the angels like, don't always make the best decisions. Wilson Contreras was not traded last year. Oh, they got a right. compensation pick. Right. Yeah, thanks. But he went over to your arch rival, Look, Chicago Cup. We're, or, excuse me, we're the, looking at a contract that will be at least worth $450 million. But might it most likely will start with a five, right? Yeah. We're looking at a five hundred million dollar player. Um, yeah, he has the same career OPS as Mookie Betts and the same career ERA as uh, Garrett Cole. Right, he's essentially oh. two players as he only takes up one roster spot, which is the impressive. volume's different. The, the volumes, so you can't combine Mookie's entire contract and Garrett Cole's entire no. contract because the volume's not the same. Correct, correct. But per game statistics. You're talking five hundred plus million dollars. You can make the argument that you could even approach six hundred. I don't think it's going to get there, but he's going to get five hundred plus for sure. So, my angle on it is, the Angels can't sign him. I, 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 they haven't been able to add enough talent around him the last two years, and he was only making four point two five per season. He so him and Trout. If you can't add enough around that, with that, it's like I feel like if you're spending forty to fifty million a year on him. It just kind of seems irresponsible from an organ organizational perspective to not be able to add anything else. Right? You saw who the highest paid Los Angeles Angels is this year, right? <sighs> Rendon. Yeah, it's not Trout. Somebody who's not playing very yeah. much. Hopefully, if he I mean I hope I see how Joe Adele swinging it. Well, it's spring training, I get it, but like he if, if he that. starts swinging that that lineup gets a lot longer. You know who's really underrated on that team is Hunter Renfro. God, man. Oh, my God. Okay, tell me, tell our people. I saw your post the other day about 21, 21 players who had done something, and he was the only one not to make an all-star team. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Uh, it's 150 home runs since 2018. I got to find this stat here. I put it on the Wake and Rake social. There's 21 players that have 150 homers since 2018. He's the only one to not be an all-star. Yeah, I nailed it. 20 of the 21 have been all and 150 since 2017, excuse me. And he's got an absolute cannon in the outfield, too. One of the best defensive outfielders, right? In that time, I, yeah, I can't. I don't know why the Red Sox got rid of him. I don't uh, know, no why rid of him. I know. And the Angels outfield is really nice, even if Joe Adele does break out, it's going to be hard to find the spot for him. Joe Adele's done this in previous spring trainings, too, though. I mean, he's got all the tools, it's just right putting it together, getting that strikeout total, whatever. I, I like the Angels this year. I said that before, but I've also liked the Angels in previous seasons, and they haven't been able to put it together. I think at the end right. of the day, I think they will be in contention. I think Shohei will be on the Angels for the entire season because I think they're going to be able to go. I don't think Shohei wins an MVP this season. Why not? Contract year. <sighs> he's going to get paid even if he hits 200. Like, what do you mean? If he sits out the season, he's going to get paid. Right. I think, uh, I think Vladdy wins an MVP this year. The Blue Jays are a prime candidate to break out as an entire. Dude, I see him having 
a monster year. Look at the way he's swinging at spring training right now. It looks like it's June, the way he's swinging it. They brought in the walls, too, like as if they needed to. <laughs> I know. He's just going to put a dent in the back of the stadium now. Like, <laughs> why, did, why did you bring in the walls at Rogers? Because they needed to make those renovations, and that was the only way they I, that they could, I believe. It looks sick, too. It's already he's, here. Boombox, man. I know, I know, but what? There's not many wall scrapers there, to be honest. Will Middlebrooks, of all people, hit three home runs in that stadium. They one of those was a scraper. The third one was a scraper. They need to move those walls back, man. If Will Middlebrooks, yeah, I, I did it before they moved them in. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you're making more of your point, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. So he's on I, the team. I, I'm gonna go, year. and we can have a whole. We can have a new pod about this at some point. I'm going to go Vladdy MVP, so Juan Soto MVP, bounce back year for him. He needs it. He He'll needs have it. it. He'll have it. I, I saw him. I've been watching him in spring training, and he's starting to hit the ball the other way again. Yeah. That's when he was good, when he was, like, late on balls and barrel. He was so pool happy last year. that Everything he hit to left was like a duck fart, like slicing, because his, his bat path was to right field. If he gets that bat path to the middle of the field, you're fucked. Sorry, like you can't. There's no hole. You know what I loved about Soto last year is that dude clearly was not seeing the ball right. He was like it was evident he wasn't. It was pool. I don't know if he was hurt, so he was like lacking bat speed or confidence, so he was cheating. It looked like he was cheating the fastball, but he was still putting up good at bats. So oh no, he's still gonna walk. He's still gonna like have a twenty percent walk rate. Like Mm -hmm. so, if you're not seeing the ball well and you're still able to get on base and you're still able to hit the ball hard. Right. Now you start mixing in a few more knocks and some right. higher slug, you're all of a sudden in the MVP talks. Um, speaking of sure San Diego, Manny got broke off again. San Diego does it again. Huh. Peter I, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised. Uh, He'll be 42 at the end of that, by the way. He, he said he was wanting to test. He said he was intending on opting out. That's why I Bro, was. Bro, that's a game. You know what his yeah. agent said? They want a spring training, go in and tell the media you're opting out. Because all of a sudden that puts pressure on the – because the team teams never want to do this in the middle of the season. And yeah. they're like, shit, if he leaves, like someone's going to pay him whatever he wants. I think Do it day one of spring training, and the team's going to go, well, we got to get this done before the season starts. It puts that pressure on him, lights the fire, boom, here we go, done. He's playing till, there till he's 42. Bogart's till 41. Tatis till he's 35. They have a – in their mind, and, and you actually talked about this on social a little bit, and I talked about it on CBS yesterday. Um, there's a five-year window they're looking at right now to win. Um, while all these guys are in their quote-unquote prime, um, now's the time. Like You have to overextend yourselves uh, financially and years-wise to secure elite talent for that five-year window. It's the fourth largest contract in the history of the game. Trout, Betts, Judge, and now Machado. That's insane. And this is San Diego. This is not a baseball town. When I was there in 2015, it was a surfer town. It was a beach town, food town. Now it's a baseball town. Um, I think the question also was, well, it's got to be Machado or Soto, right? Got to be one of them. Can they sign Soto? I think they can. Why the hell not? I think they can too, but then they're out on Shohei. That's fine. There's no guarantee with that. There's no guarantee with that. I agree, but Soto's also going to cost him another 300. I love Shohei Otani. He's the greatest player of of this current, I don't want to say era, but right now he's the best player in football, but borderline era. Might be the greatest product we've ever seen. I mean, really, you can make that argument. But at the end of the day, 
I still have questions because we've never seen it before. If anybody can do it, it's Shohei. I have questions whether he can do that. He can perform at those levels for a 10-year span because right. we've never seen that before. We've never seen a guy have 25 stars. Well, it's like you, you don't have to – you have to worry about more than, okay, as an offensive player, oh, wait, we have to worry about his speed. We have to worry about his bat speed. Right. How's his back going to hold up? Well, now we got to worry about also his arm. Which also is back issues with a bigger guy, with a power guy. There's just so many other problems you're you can run into with everything he does. So who's the better bet if you're in the front office financially? Juan Soto is the better bet. Not to I think he's on your current roster. I mean, they just locked up Darvish for what six more years. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I didn't love that. I thought four was tops. His velocity was down last year. His strike down, dude. Were down. I know. I was confused with that. I thought like three or four tops, and then his, he's met- done. his metrics are on the decline. I was, but I was- the game, but the game is also headed in a different direction, in my opinion. I think we're starting to see some style of pitching come back, uh, of sink at the bottom of the zone. I think we're starting to see a lot more guys move the ball around more with less velocity. There's still going to be the spin at the top of the zone because that's how you combat a launch angle swing. But now that the shift is gone, a contact hitter matters a lot more. And there's going to be way less guys trying to lift the ball all the time. So to combat that swing is a sinker, you you know? So yeah. I, I don't know. I think we're seeing just a cycle of baseball and things starting to all affect each other. It's probably more because everybody's focused on the pitch clock because that's having such an impact on the game. For sure. Kind of getting buried off to the side is the, the no shifts. The, the I have heard nothing but amazing things from fans about it, which I knew it would because you're getting to see athletic defenders, man. Mm-hmm. You're getting to see more balls that are hard hit balls are rewarded now. It's not like you can't shift. You just can't overshift. You can still have a guy up the middle. <laughs> you can still blaze a ball up the middle and it's an out. Which is what teams were doing before completely converting into a full on shift. Right. For sure. In 90s baseball. They had a guy standing right behind second base. Right. We've yet to see an outfielder play shallow right field for like a, we haven't seen that yet. Like you got to be practicing it somewhere, like on the backfields. Like maybe they just don't want to show it. I don't know. Maybe we start seeing it more at the end of camp. You saw Matt Olson. He credit to Codify who cut this up on social media. They have the best stats, by the way. They're great. So they're awesome. Shout out Codify, man. Great, great account to follow. Matt Olson hit a dribbler. This was back in 2022 with the Braves. Hit a dribbler to the right side. Of course, there's a second baseman standing in shallow right field. Throws him out. Yep. Mirror on mirror image. Exact same ball was hit. The ball was within a foot of the other ball. Yeah. The the second baseman actually, I think, dove for the ball. Was unable to reach it, and he gets a single out of it. Yeah. So not exactly rewarding a hard hit ball, but. I think runners on base the, equals movement equals run scored. It's equals a better product of baseball. In my opinion, the the older I've gotten, the more mature I'd like to think I'm getting. And like in this business as a human being, the more I use the terminology, two things can be true. So the people that are saying, well, why don't they just go the, the other way? You're a hundred percent, right? No, you're not. Whatever, man. I, it's so hard. It is hard, but but you're right. If if Major League Baseball players wanted to completely turn the game on its axis and just go completely, you know, they want to start incentivizing players monetarily for going the other way, batting average, you know, uh, instead of home runs, they definitely could. Do you're that. talking about with the shift, right? 
with the shift. The point in what, what I'm making is the people that are arguing, they should just go the other way. You're right. They could. But it, it can also be right that the shift or banning of the shift is better for the game. Ask yourself, is the game better without the shift? I think if you're saying no. How much fun is someone just to go a little fart into the middle of nowhere? It's shortstop and no one's standing there. That's fun. But but a lot of these people saying they should just go to the other way. I think there's some merit to what they're a saying. A lot of people saying that they should just go the way have never seen a 95-mile-per-hour two-seamer on your hands. I'm not saying it's easy here. I'm not saying it's easy. But can we agree that players refuse? It to- is a special, special elite talent of a player that can hit for power and also just hit it the other way whenever they want. Yeah. Pitchers will pitch you into the shift. That's how good pitching is. Not only is it 95 to 102 nowadays from starters – but they can also pick a part of the plate where you can't go the other way without blowing yourself up or fouling it off. It's not like hitters are now there are stubborn, hard-headed players that are like, no, I'm just going to try to pull it. Cause I'm gonna try to hit a homer. That's, that's my strength. Also what professional players do best is no, I'm going to play my strengths. If I'm not going to get on and steal second, it's going to take, or I, if I'm a slow guy, it's going to take two hits to drive me in. You can't strike, you can't, you're not going to steal bases to get in scoring position. It takes two knocks to drive you in. And it's hard to string together hits against pitchers that are this nasty. So I understand why people say, you know what? That's why the home run's important. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I'm not just going to take the single the other way because I, if I'm, if we're going to score, I need to try to go deep right here. I need to try to hit a double and get in scoring position so it doesn't take two hits to get me in. My uh, thing is, if you think they can go the other way, that's fine. Think think that way. Just ask yourself the question, is the game better because the shift is no longer legal? I think we can agree on that. I, I think, think it is. better. I, I think, think the collect, like all the rules, like uh, as a collective whole, I, I think the games have been great. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like the extra 20 to 30 minutes that these games aren't lasting, I'm like, wow, it feels so fast. But you're not missing. It's not less baseball. It's less dead time. You, you brought it's, up it, it feels like more baseball, honestly, mm-hmm. because it's, it's nonstop. Yeah, you brought it's up better ball. to what the game feels like an hour and a half when it's two and a half because it's nonstop and you're locked in. You brought up stolen bases through the first week. And look, keep in mind, small sample size spring yeah. training. I also want to say before you say this in camp. In instructional league in spring training in any mini camp, anything like this, they tell all base runners, everybody has the green light. Oh, really? Even the yellow guys, okay. probably not the red guys, but the red and I mean the green and yellow guys, they're like, go green light. I'm not even giving you signs. Whatever you want to go, work on your jumps. Work. We don't care if you get thrown out. Be aggressive because they want to see what they have in their players. Hmm. They're like, because this is during camp. Coaches are trying to figure out: Is he a green light guy? Is he a yellow? Is he a red? You don't know that until you see it in game action. You might think a guy's slow. And then you see, like, wow, he gets good reads, good jumps, and he's actually a yellow guy. Like, he can run. So it, they want players to be aggressive and run. Like I, like Volpe yesterday. Like, we saw – you know what I mean? Go ahead. Sorry. Then this is a strong comparison, strong matchup here. This is comparing it to 2022, spring training. We're not comparing it to the regular season here. Perfect. This is only spring training. Teams are averaging – again, small sample size through the first weekend here. Teams are averaging 1.08 steal attempts per game so far a 40% increase from a per game standpoint in spring training in 2022 0.77 last year in spring training. I want to see how many less pickoffs there are, because I know, I know obviously the disengagement rules and all that going on, Mm -hmm. 
Um, but I think a lot of guys are like, I don't even want to mess with it. And they're so focused on the clock right now. They're not picking at all. And hitters know that base runners know that this is kind of fun too. So 2012 credit to Jason Collette, who broke this down 2012 in the spring runners were, excuse me, there were 1.11 stolen base attempts per game in spring training games. It has not got up to that point, to that rate since. So in the last decade, it has downticked and it hit a low point at 0.77 last year in spring training, stolen base attempts. So everybody thinks okay. stolen bases are down. There's less action. You're absolutely right. The data supports that. Again, I say that 1.11, or excuse me, 1.08 steal attempts so far this spring training. That would be the highest since that 2012 season. So stolen bases are being incentivized. I, nobody's talking about the bigger bases either, just as we had predicted. Because nobody, I think it's less the bigger bases able. and more the the not being able to disengage as much as a mm-hmm. as a pitcher. Agreed. I think the uh, I think also we're going to start seeing. We don't have to get too deep into this. I don't think we're that far away from an automatic, an automated strike zone. I mean, they I made you, these. I told you two years. Well, yeah, yeah, it's starting to feel like that could be a thing. Um, These umpires have way too much to to juggle. They do. Um, my point is, so pickoffs are a lot tougher now. Um, you're not. You're if you have an automated strike zone, then you don't need catchers who can frame the ball. You're going to start seeing catchers being aren't they're, they? Don't, they have a good arm because yes, they can throw people out. But it's going to be good arms and offense that matters for catchers. Framing the ball will no longer matter. Calling the game will no matter no longer matter because pitchers can call their own game if they want. Yep. So we're gonna see a shift in in catchers. I think uh Wilson Contreras is gonna be really good this year because he's one of the best back pickers in all of baseball. So if you don't want to pick off at first, that's how you control the run game. Yes, he's good throwing a second, but he can also throw to first to keep guys close from getting too big of a lead. The time of game, last time I say this, but small sample size this spring. Two hours, 38 minutes through the first weekend. Last spring, three hours, one minute. So you're shaving off 20, 23 minutes. minutes. Runs right now, and I think this is to be expected as well because the routines are being altered. The uh, offense is down a bit from 12 runs per game last spring, 10.6 runs per game this spring. Keep in mind, too, it's really chilly out in Phoenix. Yeah. There uh, been much, it's been, I looked yesterday because I was watching the Padres. Uh, I don't remember they're playing, probably the Mariners. But um, I was like, damn, why has everybody got hoodies on? I looked it up, it was 53 degrees and like a 20 mile per hour wind. I was there's like, there's a massive damn. cold front hey. in the West Coast right now. Yeah. Massive. We're, like, we and all the games are like three to two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cold right now. You're seeing- scoring runs out here. Yeah, is it is it warm down there in Florida right now? Yeah, it's like eighty five to ninety everywhere. Humidity. Oh, oh man, I'm sweating. Getting fired up. No, I worked out right before this. We get it. You work out. You're in shape. You married a beautiful woman. We get it. Does 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 Jenny let you know if you're getting a little chunk? No, I think she likes me fat. She likes the dad bods. I think she likes me fat because then no other women are worried about me. You got anything else on the uh, ending of the Red Sox Atlanta Braves? No, I think we already hit on it. Like, I just think there needs to be a tweak with that rule. I do want to talk about something for I know we're running out of time here. Yeah, you got WBC is about to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love the WBC. 
I think it's a great way to kick off the season with like passionate players playing for their country. Um, you have teams like the Dominican Republic, who is arguably the most stacked lineup of all time. The United States team is very, very good. But then you have them going up against teams like the Czech Republic. Have you seen their roster? It's like they're all there's no professional athletes. Teacher, and... teacher, doctor, car salesman, like engineer. And there's like it's like a men's league team. And and they they were interviewing them and asking them what all they do. And they said, look, we just want to feel like professionals. Even if we get our brains beat in, we just want to feel like pros for just a game or two. Mm-hmm. I think that is so cool that they're representing their country. They're not pros. And they're going to be going up like the best of the best in the world. I don't even know what pool they're in. We have to, I have to check that out and see who they're playing. But I am pulling for those guys so hard just to win one game. Just yeah. to win one game. Just to say we beat that team and they had five big leaguers or they, you know, something that'd be sick. No, it's a hell of a story. I think, yeah, they did like name your career or what your day job yeah. is on TikTok yeah. with their accounts and gosh, man, these so, real people, right? I mean, they're another, um, really good players back in their primes. You know what I mean? Primes like in high school, like sure. yeah. when they weren't teaching fifth graders. Right. Right. I love it. Um, one other thing on the WBC, um, it's a tough year for the WBC. Because of all the rule changes and all these players not being in camp, because in the WBC, they are not exercising the new rules that the MLB that MLB is using. But the, there's no pitch clock. There's uh, there's no shift rules. <laughs> I mean, bases don't matter what size they are. But um, I think the biggest thing is being the pitch pitch clock and the hitter being in the box, attentive by eight seconds. All that they they can't practice that. So I think we see. Um, you know, the transitional period for these players in the WBC, the longer they're there, the longer this transition period is going to creep into the regular season for these guys because they're not getting 40 at-bats of it in spring training to to get used to that timing. So I think if I'm a, a manager or a coach of a team, I say, hey, let's work fast. Let's get in the box as hitters. Do it in your own mind, even though the clock isn't there, just so you can start that internal clock. And uh, outside of that, it's like teams like the Boston Red Sox have so much turnover and new faces. There's 32 players uh, on the roster that weren't there last year. Like there's all these new, these new, new, new faces. Or excuse me, there's 32 players that played in a Red Sox uniform last year that aren't there this year. Mm-hmm. So um, spring training is super important of getting to know your your guys, learning to play the middle infielder infield with a certain guy center fielders communicating without the corner outfielders, like all that, just get to know guys on a personal level because baseball, you're with these guys more than you're with your family. So you got to get to know them on a personal level. And that's really not going to be there for a lot of guys. The DR is favorite. According to the odds, according to DraftKings, they're at plus 200 United States plus 275 and Japan at plus 300 to win the WBC. After that, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, Korea Republic, they're hovering around thousand to plus. Where's the check? Plus eleven hundred. Where's the Czech Republic? You can put plus fifty thousand for the Czech Republic. You can do it. Put ten bucks on it. No, that that's based off of a hundred bucks. So you put hundred dollars down. Czech Republic. Hundred bucks, you'd win fifty thousand dollars. Fifty fifty k. <laughs> no, I'm not putting money on that. Why not? <laughs> because you would be their best player. <laughs> I wish I was Czechoslovakian so I could play in this. You'd be a tournament. god there. Bro, you throw 80? Oh, shit. That's sick. 
these guys are coming. Come on now. Don't disrespect my Czech, Czechoslovakians like that. Man. I'm not disrespecting them. This is a real, this is real. And it's amazing. And I love before, it. Before we go, what did you think of the article that came out about Tristan Casas and the, uh, the veterans that got into it with him a little bit on his pregame routine, <sighs> napping on the field? I think, uh, the game's a lot different now. There's still some veterans floating around. Like I, I don't want to get too deep into this. I really don't. I, my biggest thing was I didn't like the article because it was last year. It's a new group of guys. There's so much negativity floating around this team because of the way the offseason went, not signing Xander and this and that. I just, I just don't like creating more negativity around a team that doesn't need it. When you really – Unless you're inside that clubhouse, you don't know the vibe of that clubhouse. You don't know how things are actually. Now, Costas was came had no issue talking. He had a lot to say. He said all the right things. I thought he said everything perfectly. Um, a routine's a routine. I get it. But when I came up, yeah, it was different. It, there was a hierarchy of players. Like there was a veteran group that you you just kind of stayed in your lane and did your thing. It wasn't like he was like doing little things like his first day in the big leagues, he was shirtless laying in the outfield before the game. Like that's, I don't know. It just feels, it, it, it feels a little disrespectful, but that, but in that same breath, that's part of his routine. That's part of what makes him a good player. Um, and the Red Sox need him. So I think there's, you gotta be somewhere where you meet in the middle. I, I also don't think knowing that clubhouse, I don't think there's many guys in there this year that are going to have an issue with it. And let's also not forget performance trumps everything like if he rakes he can play butt naked if he wants he's like oh well, he was hitting 300 with 30 pumps like whatever <laughs> you know what i mean so i i don't have a whole lot to say about it i think it's in the past and i think let it go and, it, and you know if he has a routine and it makes him a better player which helps us win more games do you think i think alex core is a guy that would uh, agree with that as long as you're hitting 30 Alex Cora just wants to win unless you are harming someone or really right. screwing up a, a vibe of a clubhouse which I don't think I think at this point the guys who are in there know who know Tristan they know who he is and what he's about um he's quirky he's mm -hmm. just a quirky guy I'm not gonna say he's weird or odd he's not he's not weird he's just he's just quirky he has a certain way he does things and he's gonna be himself and like it or not it's just kind of how I mean that's today's game like Every, the the game welcomes players to be themselves. So they'll figure that out within the clubhouse. I just don't like that article being written about last year when it's a new group of veterans. It's a new group of leadership uh, who haven't had anything to say about his routine. Mm -hmm. So I just don't like digging up shit for no reason. You got a lot of that when you're in Boston from the older well, I had a very tough group, man. I had like Josh Beckett, Adrian Gonzalez, Big Poppy, Pedroia, Buckholtz, Beckett. Did I say Beckett already? Lackey. Like I had, I had some Cowboys. A lot's changed in the last decade. Well, those guys came up in the like the early two thousands, right? With guys who had played in the nineties, and I mean, so they were tough on them. So in return, they're like, "That's how we should be." And I was the only guy with. I was probably the only guy who hadn't been to arbitration when I got to the big leagues. You know, I was on a very veteran oriented team and I got crushed. I didn't do anything dumb. You know, I would just, uh, but they were on me all the time. You because, I mean, it's just stuff, stuff you don't know. Like, don't wear that. Don't wear this. Don't go. Don't be the first one to do this. You better be the first one to do that though. You know, it's like, just like things you don't know, but instead of them just teaching you, like they crush you. So you never forget it. <laughs> you know, 
I just assumed you were taking naked naps on the green monster, and that's no, how you first noticed you. No, not my, not my, uh, not really my speed. Gotcha. I gotcha. World Baseball Classic starts next week. Spring training is alive and well. Enjoy the pitch clock. Enjoy spring training. We'll talk next time, people. Peace.